Hello and welcome to the 49ers First and 10 podcast. 10 minutes of the most up-to-date 49ers news first thing in the morning. I'm your host, Brian McDonald, and I'm joined with 49ers team reporter, Lindsay Polaris. This morning, we're recapping the San Francisco 49ers 33-17 win over the Miami Dolphins at Levi Stadium. Lindsay, despite the 49ers Week 13 win, the team was given the unfortunate news that quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo has suffered a season-ending foot injury from the game. You were right on the field after the game and heard from the players after that tough win. What did the team have to say about their quarterback going down in this game? Yeah, Brie, I think it was bittersweet. That's probably the best word that I can put on it because you're happy about the win, but then you see your quarterback go down so early in the game. And for the 49ers, this is the second time during this 2022 season that they have lost a starting quarterback. And that's a tough pill to swallow, especially when you are so close with these guys and especially for Jimmy Garoppolo. This is his sixth season with the team, and everybody is very much feeling his loss. This is his third season-ending injury of his career, and when we were talking to a lot of the players after the game, it was – mix of it was a mix of emotions right you're happy you get the win despite all the adversity but then you hear that Jimmy Garoppolo season's over one thing I heard over and over is just he's had such unfortunate luck with injuries and of course everybody was wishing him a speedy recovery it sounds like some players knew the severity and others didn't you know I think kind of in the mix of continuing to play the game but also being concerned about your quarterback it was difficult for some guys to block everything out and continue playing and others were saying that you know they continued playing but still had Jimmy Garoppolo in the back of their minds so you know I think everybody got on the same page afterwards head coach Kyle Shanahan said that's when he really handed over the news to the team. And he was talking about how he had a pretty big mix of emotions, just a lot to process in this game. And I'm sure the team is still processing the loss of a second starting quarterback today um, after everything's really sunk in. Yeah, here's what head coach Kyle Shanahan had to say about Garoppolo's injury after the game. Um, I mean, just hearing it, it was, it was pretty crushing. I mean, it's... We know what Jimmy's been through, how hard he's worked at this. You know, I, I got that news a little in the second quarter. Um, so it was a little different for me, even just how happy we were with that game. That was a really cool game just as a team and all the stuff that went on throughout the game and just be able to overcome some things. And it was so, such a special win, um, but definite mixed emotions hearing about Jimmy. Um, I told the guys right after the game, and so I know that gave them some mixed emotions fast too. But With Garoppolo going down in the first quarter, Someone had to step up and lead the way for the rest of the game, and it was Mr. Irrelevant, backup rookie quarterback Brock Purdy. Against the Dolphins, he threw his first career touchdown and finished the game completing 25 of 37 passes for 210 yards and two touchdowns. What did you think of Purdy's performance stepping into this game? I don't think we can call him Mr. Irrelevant anymore. I think Mr. Relevant is a better fit now. <laughs> um, I think Brock Purdy did exactly what the 49ers needed of him in a very difficult moment and just a great performance by a rookie. This is a rookie quarterback who has 
the very last pick, number 262 of the 2022 NFL Draft. He stepped up when his team needed it, and you just gave us his stat line. One crazy thing that I think is that by throwing that first three-yard touchdown pass to Kyle Juszczyk, he actually made history. He is the first Mr. Irrelevant to throw a touchdown pass in a regular season NFL game. Um, So a historic performance by Brock Purdy. I think, you know, we heard from a lot of the players post-game and they were incredibly impressed by his performance, but not necessarily surprised. Um, They have been practicing with Brock Purdy since training camp. Uh, We heard from linebacker Fred Warner say that he's been practicing against the league's best defense, you know, now for, you know, since July. So he's going to be fine. And he's already sort of been primed for these big time moments. And it's something we've heard about Brock Purdy throughout the course of his development from Kyle Shanahan. He said the moment is never too big for Brock. And I think we really saw that in action yesterday. Um, This is not his first NFL appearance, but these are definitely the most meaningful snaps he's had up to this point. Uh, And I think he came up and uh, showed out. Listen in as Brock Purdy gives his reaction to stepping in at quarterback on Sunday. You know, I've always had confidence and belief in myself that I could play this level, um, especially, you know, through the preseason games and then the times that I've gotten in the game, um, it's football. And I played four years, you know, as a starter in college. So um, in terms of, you know, 11 on 11 and speed and all that kind of stuff and seeing the game, I've, I've had that kind of experience. But um, to get in and play and now, you know, starting next week and whatnot, um, you know, it's just it's something that I've always looked forward to. And I've honestly told myself that it's going to happen. So um, here we are. You know, Purdy wasn't the only rookie backup in for the 49ers offense, but running back Jordan Mason also stepped in for the injured Elijah Mitchell and contributed to the run game with 51 yards on Sunday. How important was that run game for the 49ers offense? The run game is always incredibly important for the 49ers. Their run game sets up the passing game. It's always the heart of the Kyle Shanahan offense. And like you said, Jordan Mason followed up a five-carry, 25-yard performance against the Saints with eight carries and then 51 yards yesterday against the Miami Dolphins, another rookie that has stepped up when the team needs him. The running back room obviously has taken some hits in terms of injury this season, but I think with the guys that you have left, and as is the case at quarterback, you have players that are willing to step up in those big moments. That's exactly what Jordan Mason did. And then, of course, Christian McCaffrey is the do-it-all guy. He definitely was not uh, just limited to the run game yesterday. He had 17 carries for 66 yards on the ground, but also had eight catches for 80 yards and a touchdown through the air yesterday. And I think that's incredibly important, uh, especially when you have a rookie quarterback taking over the game very suddenly. It was something the team very much echoed that when one player goes down, everybody else has to step up in order to just take the pressure off of a rookie quarterback that, you know, took his first meaningful reps in a big game yesterday. There was so much that happened for the 49ers offense, but if we look at the other side of the ball, the 49ers defense had yet another standout game, holding the Dolphins to just 17 total points on the day and even recorded four takeaways. 
Lindsay, let's highlight the playmakers on that defense and some of the crazy plays they forced on Miami. Not sure where you want me to start, Bree, because a lot of huge playmakers on the defensive side of the ball. But I mean, if you've been watching the 49ers at all this season, that's really not a surprise. Uh, four takeaways, three of those were interceptions. We had Jimmy Ward get get it started. Then Diamador Lenore got his first career interception. And then Fred Warner closed out the game with that final pick. And then, of course, we have to talk about Nick Bosa our defensive player of the month for November, also showing out in December. Um, You know, huge game for him, three sacks. He is now the league's leader in sacks. His sack count is up to 14 and a half on the year. Then we had a scoop and score from Dre Greenlaw at the end. You know, you talk about a team win. This was absolutely a team win. You see Jimmy Garoppolo go down after that first offensive series for the 49ers and they rallied to put up another 30 points collectively so seven of those points coming from the defensive side of the ball and I also want to give a huge shout out to special teams uh Robbie Gold had a game yesterday 15 points made off of his kicks and he is now in the top 10 all time for NFL scoring I think the number is 1,919 points, if I am correct. So he is top 10 in scoring now. So again, just a huge team win contributions from all three phases of the ball following Garoppolo's season-ending foot injury. Lindsay, as we wrap up this episode, what do the next few days look like for the team as they settle into a new week after such an emotional game? Yeah, Bree, so we are on the final week of a three-game homestand. So as it stands, the week should be pretty normal. Today is a day after the game procedures. We'll hear from head coach Kyle Shanahan later this afternoon, hopefully getting some updates on Jimmy Garoppolo and next steps for him in terms of recovery. Um, And we were told again that his foot injury will require surgery, so maybe more details about that. Tuesday is typically a player off day, and then we'll start the normal day of practice on Wednesday. Um, So we'll keep you posted with whatever details happen. All right, Lindsay, thank you so much for joining me. That will do it for today. Don't forget to check out the 49ers You've Got Mail podcast on all platforms to hear exclusive one-on-one interviews with 49ers players. For more information on the latest team updates, check out the news on 49ers.com. Don't forget to follow First and 10 on Spotify, and you can hear from us again on Wednesday morning. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.